time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. This is the Retirement Roadmap with Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. I am Walter Storholt, lobbing him the questions today. You can find out more about Glenn by going online to greensbororetirement.com. The title of our podcast today, Retirement Regrets. And Glenn, we know the old saying goes, smart people learn from their own mistakes, geniuses learn from the mistakes of others. So I want to look at some of the regrets that we hear from people who wish they'd made different financial decisions so that others can learn from those mistakes. So we'll kind of give you the list and you tell us where you've seen these things happen before in the financial world with your clients, or I guess probably not with your clients, but with people who came to you before they became clients to help maybe solve some of these regrets and these problems that were created. One that's at the top of a lot of people's lists premature IRA withdrawals, dipping into those retirement savings a bit early. Is that a common one that you've seen? Oh, Walter, you know, you know, you see those things happen and it's really a shame because folks, folks don't really understand sometimes how important it is to, you know, to hold on to those accounts and to make sure that that money's there for a couple of different reasons. You know, number one is, is that if you take it away from that account, oftentimes it's coming out before you're 59 and a half, which means you're going to have to pay a 10% penalty plus the taxes and so forth. So you're, you're paying extra to get that money. And then, you know, then the money is not there to continue to, to build over time. And so what ends up happening is, is then you reach retirement age and, you know, you pay too much for that, you know, to get access to that money. You know, all of a sudden, you know, you take a look and you say, gosh, I don't really have enough or I really wish I'd had more, you know, saved for retirement. So it's really critical to make sure that if you're if you're in a case where, you know, you're not yet retired and you need some money, you really want to explore all of your options and try to, you know, leave those retirement accounts for one of the very, very, very last places that you're going to look to take money from because it's just very, very costly. You know, you start thinking about, you know, you got to pay the taxes and then you got to pay the penalties and, and all of that. And most oftentimes, you know, even if you just, you know, you did a small loan or, you know, you put something on, you know, on a, on a short term for a credit card or something like that. I mean, it might be interest that's more than you want to pay. But when you start thinking about all of the taxes that you paid and all, all of what you lost in the retirement account, you've really got to think about it because it makes sense to pay off a, a short term debt rather than than to take out a chunk of your of your retirement account. You know, that can be devastating when you're when you're thinking about, you know, actually when you want to retire, you might even actually end up having to work an extra couple of years. Whereas, if, you know, if you'd have done things a little bit differently, you'd have been in a much better place. Yeah, that's a great point, I think. And so that's why it's at the top of the list. Premature IRA withdrawals. Rarely do people do that and then say, yeah, that was a great decision. I'm really glad I did that. Most of the time it's looked back upon with regret. So we can learn from people's mistakes in the past there. A lot of other people, Glenn, will identify lifestyle creep as a big mistake and a regret. This is spending too much money in your peak earning years, often being the the result or maybe that's the, the symptom of that. Well, you're right, Walter. I mean, I see it from time to time. You know, when folks come in, like you say, they're in their peak earnings years and, you know, you start looking at, you know, what they have saved for retirement. And depending upon how many years out they are from retirement, you know, sometimes you have to really just take a you know stop and say, okay, well, you know, if you're wanting to live a similar lifestyle when you're in retirement, you know, where are you going to be drawing the income from? 
And, you know, sometimes you kind of get a little bit of a, a deer in the headlights look and because it's it's kind of challenging for folks to really follow because, you know, when if you look at a, a balance, let's say that, you know, if somebody has a half a million dollars or a million dollars saved in their retirement accounts, you think, gosh, that's a lot of money. You know, and if you were to just pile it on the desk, it would be an enormous amount of money. But at the same time, you know, if you start thinking about, well, how much can you really withdraw from that when you're in retirement? And, you know, if you were taking out maybe three or four percent, you know, you think in terms of, well, if you were taking 3% or 4% from a million dollars, that's thirty dollars or $40,000, you know, or if you had a half a million, it's only, you know, fifteen dollars to $20,000. And most people think in terms of, well, that's not very much money to live on. And that's exactly right. You know, we've got to really think in terms of, you know, not only what our balance is in our account, but what are we planning to draw out of it? And, you know, and how much are we going to need to draw from it? And, you know, oftentimes, you, you, you know, you have the ability to put a little bit more in. And if you do that over a you know, a long period of time, just putting in an extra one, two, three percent, you know, can make a huge difference, you know, in the end. And so, you know, when I always talk to younger folks, it's like, make sure you're putting enough money away and make sure you're, you know, you're saving everything you can. I had somebody come in the other day and they had done a really good job of, of saving. And I said, well, you know, what was your secret? And they told me, they said, well, it wasn't any real secret. It was just whenever I had an opportunity to save, I did. And I was like, well, that's kind of making it as simple as you can make it. And that's a great way to think about it rather than, you know, doing the extra thing. They said, you know, you know, I had a lot of colleagues that, you know, I was working with and they had a little bit nicer car than what I had. But now I've got this nice big account and they wish they had that. And so you have to think in terms of which one would you rather have? And so I always encourage folks, make sure you're putting sufficient, you know, monies away. That doesn't mean that you're going to just, you know, completely do without everything, but you also don't want to overdo it. Like you say, you know, you don't want to have that lifestyle creep. Yeah, it's really important. And a lot of people do fall victim to that. It's hard not to, but the well-disciplined will obviously be excited by that fact that they were able to control the lifestyle creep. And it's a common regret viewed by a lot of people who have reached retirement years and realized they could have saved a lot more had they not just, you know, spent as much on stuff and and maybe trips and some of those other things that came along with those peak earning years and would have rather banked some of that money for the future. So just keep that in mind if you're in those peak earning years and approaching retirement, you've got the opportunity to put a lot of money away for uh, your retirement lifestyle. So take advantage of that opportunity as well. Overpaying for tuition was identified by a lot of people in our very unofficial survey here at Glenn as one of their top retirement regrets. Maybe maybe we should have sent the kids to a state school instead of a private school. I guess this takes on a couple of different forms. Oh, sure, Walter. I mean, it, it can make a big difference, you know, particularly if you have if you have a lot of kids, right? And, you know, there's a lot of different strategies. I mean, obviously, one of the best things to do is to start saving when they're when they're really young. You know, I say that's the best, but, you know, a lot of times it's hard to do, um, you know, because it's you're raising a family, you've got a lot of expenses and everything that are coming on, and it's difficult to, to do that, but you do your best. But then as you get closer and closer, there are strategies for late college planning, you know, and like if you're in high school, there's ways of um, negotiating, you know, with the different colleges and whatnot. If you have, if you have somebody who's working for you, you know, as a college planner, there's other things, there's other strategies of possibly, like you say, maybe going to a state school or maybe going the first couple of years to a community college, you know, and then you, and then you get those credits and then you can transfer those credits into the next school and you can go through those and get those early credits that almost everybody has to have, but you can pay an awful lot less for them, you know, if you do it strategically. And then, you know, the cost of college doesn't end up being so much. And and, and like you say, it, it's a good way for the kids to learn the value of a dollar, but it's also a good way for mom and dad to 
to not uh, sacrifice their retirement, you know, for the tuition for their kids. Because you know, everybody wants to make sure their kids have opportunities, but there's certainly ways of doing it that are more economical than others. And sometimes, you know, folks just simply overpay. Yeah, it's uh, sometimes it's as simple as that. Other times it's for more complicated reasons. But whatever the issue, it's often identified as a major retirement regret of people is overpaying for tuition. Retiring too early is also on this list, Glenn. People pulling the trigger, eager to get out of work, but maybe not realizing the impact that just one or two extra years of working could have had on their retirement lifestyle, and they wish they could go back and retire a little bit later. Is that a regret that you see as well? Well, you see it, Walter, and, and it's always a shame when somebody has really you know put themselves in a bind. But like you say, people sometimes are just really tired of their jobs and, and they really want to retire you know, as early as they can. And they think, okay, well, I can take Social Security now. And they start looking at the monies and they say, well, it's only a few hundred dollars you know, less a month. And, and so you know, why don't I just go ahead and, and retire now? And sometimes it can work out okay, but more often than not, you know, what ends up happening is, is not only are you locking in your Social Security at a, at a lower rate, but you're also having to draw income from other sources. If you're not getting a regular paycheck, then more often than not, that means that you're going to be taking money out of your retirement savings. And so you're kind of getting a double whammy there. I mean, you're taking money out. So now that money's got to last even that much longer and it's going to get depleted quicker. And so you really want to be strategic about when and how you retire. You know, it's not something that you want to retire and then go see the financial planner or, you know, you, <laughs> you really want to, you really want to make that visit beforehand if at all possible. Now, there are times when folks get, you know, kind of a forced retirement or, or something like that. And those are more understandable, but you know, it's much easier to plan with your options that still open to you than it is if you leave your job and then, and then you've got to, you know, try to make a plan afterwards. And then it's like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? Because you and I both know, and everybody who's listening knows that it's pretty darn difficult to define good paying jobs and to be able to reproduce your income. If you walk away from, you know, where you are, you know, if you're in your early sixties or mid sixties, you know, there's not that many employers out there that are looking to hire folks that are of that age. Does that make sense? Very helpful. Makes a lot of sense. And that's why it's identified as a common retirement regret, retiring too early. And uh, you don't want to be in that category because it's really difficult to turn back the clock. If you do retire too early and then try to reenter the workforce, it can be a difficult road. And so make sure that you're sure that you can make it through retirement when you decide to pull that retirement trigger. Last but not least, Glenn, this is another retirement regret. Ignoring opportunities for Roth IRAs. We talk about Roth IRAs all the time, sort of in our everyday life and business, Glenn, but other people, it's not in the vernacular every day, so they don't often hear about the benefits and some of the positives and opportunities that are in a Roth IRA, and it's a common retirement regret for people who haven't found out about some of those advantages that they can take advantage of. So what about it? Why is ignoring some of the opportunities in a Roth IRA identified as a regret? Well, Walter, I mean, it always depends, obviously, but just a basic understanding of a Roth IRA versus a traditional IRA, or or even a Roth 401k versus a traditional 401k. You know, the Roth accounts, are, you know, you're putting money that's after-tax money into the account. And so that means you pay your taxes up front, money goes in, and then 
the money that you put in has already been taxed, but then the growth on those dollars ends up being able to come out tax-free. You got to make sure that you follow the rules. You know, there's a five-year waiting rule and those types of things. You have to dot your I's and cross your T's, but basically you're able to, to take that money out you know, later on in life and then not be taxed on the growth. Whereas, you know, if you have are putting money in the traditional either IRA or 401k, then those are pre-tax dollars. And those are dollars that are going to be taxed when they come out, not only the money that you put in there, but also the growth. Now, you know, you might think in terms of, well, you know, tax-free is better, so maybe I should just put everything into Roth. And that's not really the right answer either, because in essence, you have to remember the way the tax code works is, is that you have, you know, you have all your income. If you're familiar at all with, the, with, with like your tax return, you look at the bottom of the first page and you have your adjusted gross income. And then you go to the second page and then you start to take out your deductions and then your exemptions. And then you find out that after that, now you've got your taxable income and that's where taxes are going to be assessed. And so if you put everything into Roth and everything tax-free, then ultimately you end up with, with very little, if anything, on your adjusted gross income line, and then you've got deductions and exemptions that you can't even use. And so then you miss out on being able to write that off on your taxes. You have to think in terms of, well, there, there's a right balance. You want to have some pre-tax money, but you don't want to have all pre-tax money. And you probably also want to have some, you know, tax-free money that's later down the line. It really depends upon your what resources you have, whether or not you're going to have a pension or not, and whether or not if you're single or if you're married and if there's going to be one or two social security checks. But it, again, it comes into what we've talked about a number of times, and that's that tax planning. And those are the things that we want to think in terms of before we get there. So, you know, if you're still in your working years and you ha and you know that you're going to get a pension, then you might have one answer. But if you know you're not going to have a pension, then you might have another answer in terms of how you're going to save the money for retirement. But there's lots of flexibility there. And Roth IRAs certainly open up other possibilities that weren't available, you know, a number of years ago. But again, they're not a panacea. You, you want to be thinking in terms of, okay, I need to be strategic. You know, you want to have some pre-tax dollars and you also want to have some tax-free dollars. All important information to remember. So if you want to live retirement without regrets, be the genius we talked about earlier on and learn from those mistakes that are made by others. And Glenn Mosseller can help point some of these pitfalls, some of these common issues out to you and let you know when you're about to make a mistake. It happens all the time, believe it or not. And so if you'd like to tap into that knowledge, make sure that you're making the right choices, especially as you get closer and closer to retirement, you have less time to recover from some of these mistakes. And that's the other big detriment as well. You can call Glenn at 336-291-3535. That's the number, 336 291 3535. You can also find him online at greensbororetirement.com. On the page there, whether you're on your smartphone or computer, you can click on free consultation at the bottom of the page and set up that time to meet for a conversation and a consultation about your plan. It's a free review, and you can schedule that again on the website greensbororetirement.com or by calling 336-291-3535. That's this week's Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Coming up on next week's episode, we're going to talk about some of the opportunities for improvement that often pop up in the financial world that people maybe aren't aware of, some of the areas where you know, you're know you not making one of these big mistakes that we talked about on today's episode, but maybe where you can gussy things up a little bit with your financial plan. You'll find some helpful tools and tips, I think, in next week's episode. So be sure to come back and join us on the next edition of the Retirement Roadmap. <laughs>